All right, welcome back my project leaders. Those of you who have worked in uh, young organizations, startup organizations, uh, show of hands. All right, just a few. All right, well, for those of you that have worked in startup organizations, you'll be able to relate to the fact that we are largely lean and mean. That would be the right way to do it, right? If you're starting off in an organization that is 10, 12 people, even 20 people is a small firm. But in the firm I was in, it was a small IT firm, software, um, food industry. Our project management was pretty, pretty standard. No fancy software tools, no custom software tools for project management. It was just straight up Microsoft Project and one document, and that's it. You got your requirements document, you got Microsoft Project. <laughs> that was the end of the story. But in today's world, we have the luxury of so many free tools. One of the free websites that I would encourage people to look at is tinyurl.com forward slash sigma PMO. I'm going to endeavor to put a link here for those watching uh, online so that they can visit that site. And what you're going to find is a free website full of great content from the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. And we have over 50 plus standard project management templates and documents on there. But for a startup, my recommendation of the kind of tools, you know, project management tools that a startup firm should have and the kind of project management that a startup should be thinking about, that is exemplified in just a few things. And I, I want to make sure I put those up here. Number one, I expect there to be a type of vision document and it could be for one project or it could be for several projects, but a higher level vision document that has a collection of the ideas that management or leadership is thinking about, you know, projects coming down the pike or programs coming down the pike, or if you're in the world of agile, I would be talking about epics or products coming down the pike, just big macro ideas, but a vision for what those could be. So a vision document could start off thinking about epics, for example, and it could translate into products. Or it could be thinking about a task that needs to happen in the firm, and that could translate into an actual project. So my advice, my recommendation would be to start off with a great vision document. Number two, in that same document, let's say it's an Excel file, you could also have a business case for each of those components in your vision document. Your vision document is just step one. What is the vision for what we're thinking about? And then what is the value, right? So you could have a couple of columns, one with a vision, vision statement, the second one with the business case for whatever is being proposed, right? So it could be, here's the vision for the product, 
and here is the business case. Here is why um, we believe this should be authorized or put into existence. That's what we should be thinking about. And then when you're done with a business case, I would highly recommend possibly a different document or the same document for convenience. It could be a project charter, okay? So all along, I'm talking about one document here, just following a vision, a business case, and then a project charter, and then another section or another document this time for what we could call a project management plan. And I'm gonna put an image of the project management plan. Uh, I'm gonna put a link to uh, the website actually, not just an image, but I'll give you a link to go directly to the CDC and take a look at this sample project management plan. Brilliant, it's really, really awesome. I had a student who was given this tall order in a company, medium-sized company, not even a startup. And this individual was asked to assist, uh, actually spearhead the setting up of a PMO, project management office. And this individual went to the CDC site, said, Phil, I've forgotten that site, send me the link. I sent him the link, he goes there, he pilfers all of the tools, all of the documents, and he changes the logo <laughs> to their company logo. And you can imagine what happens. He's now a hero, he's a legend. You know, he's, they're bowing down to him and saying, almighty PMO manager, and giving him a promotion. So go on down to this site, um, and you'll be amazed. A treasure trove of stuff. And if you're a US citizen or, you know, US person, taxpayer dollars, are you kidding me? You wouldn't use that. I would bill for that all day. I don't begrudge him, and I celebrate his success. You know, a lot of times we don't creatively use resources, so we, we want to start from ground zero and from scratch, don't. So if you're in a startup, this would be a great place for you to start, a vision, a business case, project charter. You can actually find a project charter on the CDC site as well, and a project management plan that goes into the high level of scope, right? Uh, schedule, and then you can go into more details regarding these depending on the project. But a lot of startups have small projects. Some have big ones. But if you've got a small project, start off with at least a, a medium uh, level of information. You don't need to go all the way down to granular levels because it might be redundant. But begin with a medium level of scope, schedule, cost, quality, resources, resource information, right? So you should always be thinking, how are we going to do this? How are we going to manage scope, schedule, cost, quality, resources, communications, risk, procurement, stakeholder. And then when you've decided how you're gonna manage it, then begin to put some more meat on the bone. What is the scope? What is the schedule? What are the timelines? What is the start and the finish? How much is each task? Or even how much is the project as a whole? In our startup, we had a bucket of money for each project and um, we didn't fit it into tasks or, or, or subtasks or high level. We just had, here's the budget, just make sure it doesn't go over. But there are more proactive ways and sensible ways of doing that. So in my mind, if you have at least phase chunks for short projects and then for longer projects, go into the details of the tasks, you'll be good. All right, so the project management plan and really the next big thing is the reporting, right? In a startup, just five things. The vision document, the business case, the charter, the project management plan, which contains 
you know, integration, scope, schedule, cost, quality, resources, communications, risk procurement, and stakeholder stuff. And last but not least, uh, reporting on the project. I like using a four-up report, right? And what I have here is the issues, the risks, uh, the key decisions, and the milestones, right? IKRM, if you have those, you know, issues, risk, key decisions, milestones, you present that to management, you get some good traction in the meetings to discuss, you're gonna be in business. All right, now if you're in the agile world, again, the vision is important. Instead of focusing on just a business case, I would add in a product roadmap beyond the business case, right? And then after the product roadmap that has all the release plans, higher level iteration plans, uh, or milestones of some sort, then we could go into uh, the details of the user stories, right? So if you are in a startup and you're using an agile approach, I highly recommend at least trying user stories, see as they work for you, try them out, and um, use a very simple approach uh, for your framework. You might want to use Kanban. In my mind, Kanban answers all problems <laughs> in my mind. I love Kanban. Scrum is great, but Kanban is easier, and it's easy to integrate Kanban into any other container system. So if you've got a container system like Scrum, you want to introduce a little bit of Kanban flavor, it just works like a charm. And if you're in the world of predictive, and your team members are having bottlenecks, problems, work isn't getting done, you need to be using Kanban for sure. All right, so I hope this is of help to you, those of you who uh, startup people, you're wondering how far do I need to go? To be quite honest, it's not about the tool. It's all about how you use it. It's all about how you interact. Remember the Agile Manifesto says, individuals and interactions should be valued over processes and tools. Working product should be valued over comprehensive documentation. Customer collaboration should be valued over contract negotiation and responding to change should be valued over following the plan. Okay, even though there, there's value in the items on that side, right? But we value the items on this side more. So the individual's interactions, right? The working product, the customer collaboration, you know, responding to change. We value those. We're not saying the other things are bad, but we're just saying what we value more. All right? I hope this was of help to you. I hope you found value from this. Don't forget to hit like on the video, subscribe, uh, take a look at Project Leadership Institute to learn more about programs we have all through the year for business professionals and project managers like you. All right, take care and bye for now. Any questions in the room?